My name is Anna Lieberman. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Here are the three biggest stories from the past week. On Monday, Hannah Koenig reported that the confusing general education requirements will be changing. Will the changes affect students for better or for worse? On Wednesday, Hannah also reported that the UO Senate voted to denounce white supremacy and create groups to teach students about racism. And on Friday, Michael reported that beloved Eugene Bar Max's Tavern got hit with a massive lawsuit, which could cost them millions of dollars. Today is Saturday, February 3rd. You are listening to the Daily Emerald Weekly News Wrap-Up. I'm Alec Cowan, and I'm the podcast editor with The Daily Emerald. I'm Michael Tobin, a senior news reporter. I'm Casey Crowley, a senior news reporter. For our first story, Hannah Kandick reported that there will be a change to the, quote, confusing general education requirements that the university currently has in place. So, Michael, how long has it been since UO changed their general education requirements, and why did they decide to change them now? Yeah, so uh, the general education requirements haven't been changed since the 1990s, so if you do the math, it's been quite a long time. The university has actually been working on this issue since 2015 and has changed the name of the general education to core education. Senate President Chris Sinclair and Professor and Associate Vice Provost for Academic Excellence Ron Bramhall are taking charge for this change. A task force was appointed in last May by the UO Senate and they're supposed to help streamline the process. And why are they changing them now? So they're redesigning the requirements to better align with the university's mission statement, and the disconnect between the two um, is what has prompted three warnings from the university's accreditor. These warnings came in 2007, 2009, and 2013. And what it really means is that the university accreditors require UO to have learning outcomes that are derived from the mission statement. They also have to find ways to assess those learning outcomes, and according to Bram Hall, the university is doing neither of those things. And they're also hoping to make it less confusing for students. So what will these changes look like? The biggest changes are more simplified terminology for students, some mission-specific learning outcomes, and a new multicultural requirements. Bramhall and Sinclair pulled learning outcomes like critical thinking, creative thinking, written communication, and ethical reasoning directly from the mission statement. And these will be part of the proposed changes. Sinclair also said that one of the proposed solutions would be a major-specific track to help streamline the process for incoming freshmen, and we touched on that in our previous news wrap-up. Do we have any idea when these changes could actually be finalized? So according to Sinclair, this will be an ongoing process and will be finalized in the next few years. He and Bram Hall presented the issue at the University Senate meeting on January 17th, and that was just the first of many conversations about how the university can address this issue. And for our second story... The University Senate voted on Thursday to unanimously support the Student Collective's resolution to denounce white supremacy on campus and to create a task force to educate students on UO's history, as well as propose modifications to white nationalist monuments on campus. So Casey, can you fill us in on the context for this resolution? So this resolution comes after a white nationalist group came to campus last April. This resolution aims to recognize that groups like these propose a real threat to students. The resolution also came from a larger list of resolutions that was presented by the Student Collective after their student conduct charges. They received those charges after protesting President Schill's State of the University speech. It is the second part of a two-part resolution that was split by the Senate in November. The first resolution passed on November 29th and declared the Senate's support of the Student Collective as they contest their conduct charges. And who will be part of this task force? 
It will include President Schill, Senate President Chris Sinclair, and some student leaders. And we have been covering the Student Collective here on the News Rep for a while, so be sure to catch up on the story with our previous episodes, and we will be sure to cover developments in the future. And for our last story, which you reported, Michael, we have a guitarist suing Max's Tavern for $3.7 million over an accident that left his hand with loss of movement. So Winston Martin, the guitarist, is suing Max's for $3.7 million following an incident that he said left a severe and permanent injury to his left hand. According to the complaint, which the Emerald obtained, Martin was served four pints of beer in one hour with several free cocktails. The cocktails were free because the bartender was learning to make them. And after the bartender was unable to separate his metal shaker capped with a pint glass, he asked Martin to help pull them apart. He placed his left hand on the pint glass and his right on the metal shaker, causing the pint glass to shatter in his left hand. And just how bad was the injury and how has it affected Martin? So Martin hoped to attend medical school and is described within the claim as a, quote, an accomplished guitar player, unquote. He lost sensation in his finger during the incident, and even after the stitches were removed, he had a lack of sensation except for intermittent pain. And it's those reasons he's suing Max's Tavern for diminished earnings of over $3.2 million in addition to smaller claims of medical compensation. According to the court documents, Martin is a UO student, but an article in the Register Guard stated that he isn't enrolled in the school. The Daily Emerald will be providing updates to this as it goes through the courts. And you can read all of these stories in their entirety at dailyemerald.com. And that is all we have time for today. So once again, for The Daily Emerald, I'm Alec Cowan. I'm Michael Tobin. And I'm Casey Crowley. And if you'd like to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can even stream them directly off the Daily Emerald website at dailyemerald.com. Be sure to catch up on all our previous news wraps. And thank you for listening. Thank you.